Welcome to She Can and She Will. My name is Marianne Brown, also known as the Country Mompreneur. I'm joined by my co-host, Deesa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and queens at helping women take control of their lives. On this show, you will learn from us as well as other women who kick butt in their lives and want to help you do the same. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Welcome back to She Can and She Will. I'm going to, start, I'm going to create us a jingle now. I'm going to create a, <laughs> That's my next, my next job is to create us a jingle. I support that. We should play that everywhere. <laughs> People's ears will start bleeding, we'll get in all sorts of trouble. So we were going to talk about upcoming holidays. We were trying to think of something fun to talk about. It's getting to be once it's summer, there's like a stretch of like, besides 4th of July, all the rest of July, all of August. Well, June even, there's like no holidays. Yeah. Like, seems like a lot of birthdays, but. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, summer birthdays. It does seem like, yeah. um, but we do have, we've got a Cinco de Mayo coming I know. Up. And you said that you celebrate. I have never celebrated Cinco de Mayo in my entire life. Which I find fascinating and impossible, but I am in the Midwest. <laughs> like, I mean, the Southwest. What, you, what is a what is a Cinco de Mayo thing that you do? Like I don't even think about it. Like, I, I mean, like a, like most things that you celebrate, it just involves a bar. Um, like here's like <laughs> well, that's important. A bar and it tacos. Makes it a holiday. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. so that some does sound like a holiday I would support. And I'll now start to support because I do like tacos and drinks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. And I think you can have it in excess. Just like Halloween, you can have candy in excess. Yeah. Just yay. Yeah. But that's really wild. Your whole town. Your town. That's so wild. We're super country up here. That's amazing. Um, like we don't do any in my area, any holidays that are specifically from any sort of heritage. Like I'm Italian, but we don't do, we're like super country Italian. (laughs) We don't do any sort of like of the Italian holidays, like the feast of the fishes that they do at Christmas. You hear like we don't do any of that kind of stuff. Like we'll have lasagna for Christmas, of course, because that's just like, Christmas food. I've never but, even heard of somebody doing that. That's amazing. <laughs> but like, we don't do, like up here, you don't hear, you hear a lot of Irish festivals, but that also involves drinking and anything, like you said, that involves drinking, people will support. So you <laughs> hear a lot of Irish festivals up here. But that's about it when it comes to like mm-hmm. heritage based sort of fun. It's sort of odd, actually. Well, I think we uncovered the secret to making a holiday popular is just to like put some booze to it. Yes. Let's yeah. start create. We should create our own holiday and just have it be Marianne and Disa drink Cosmopolitans all day. And <laughs> that'll just be. We throw some lasagna in there though, because yes. that sounded really yes. nice. That'll absorb because the possible absorbs you don't get so drunk so fast. Oh, yeah. Because we're responsible. Yeah. Yes. That makes yes. sense. It's sort of like some people do drink water, drink water. We'll do drink lasagna, drink lasagna. So then that way you're drinking, then absorbing, drinking, then absorbing. 
You've got some tricks, man. I've not <laughs> even heard that. Drink and drink water. Drink and drink water. <laughs> You've never heard that? You're like, no, oh, just drink water at the end. Of, like you drink, you know, get a glass drink, before you go to like bed. A, yeah. Have like a drink of beer and then have some water. It's supposed to be able to make it so you don't have a headache at the end. Oh, that's very cool. Okay. I'm going to have to try we'll that. remember that. So yeah. now with that remember in mind, we're going to discuss how to stop self-sabotaging yourself. Like, don't not drink water when you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Keep hydrated. That's number one. Always hydrate. Only going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Yes. Always in life. Keep hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> so first thing we've got is know yourself. So to fight the cycle of self-sabotage, it's important to learn your triggers and identify your self-sabotaging behaviors. Mm. Do you know what some of yours are? I know mine is I get into my head. Oh. I will tell myself that something is like if I'm writing, I will tell myself this is crap and we'll delete it before I even send it to someone else to have them be like, no, this was actually good. Yeah. I'm a duh. I'm a talk bad to myself person. <laughs> yeah. That can be, that can be really harsh because you also have to be your, your talk yourself up person. And it's mm-hmm. case, right. Cause nobody else knows. Paul tells me that a lot. Like I get in my head and get like really, I'm getting anxious about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh my God, it's good. But I'm worrying about something that hasn't happened. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much the stuff that has. Um, but my, my big one is, uh, is overwhelmed because uh, sometimes I just get busy and things pile up. And at that point, I'm like, well, I might as well just go to bed. I'm not doing any of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which is horrible. And I'm so glad I know that about myself, you know, because five years ago, I did not know that about myself. And so, yeah, know your triggers. It's a really good thing to mm-hmm. really good thing to do. Um, another one is to practice mindfulness. Uh, um, and a way that a lot of people do this is through a little bit of meditation to just kind of slow yourself down, slow your roll and be, um, just be mindful of the things around you and the thoughts that are coming to your head, uh, which is an important part of life. Yeah. Very important. Most important part of life. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Also practice self-compassion. One thing that I remember my grandmother, this actually sticks with me. And it's funny because my grandmother told me this. And you always hear people say, my grandma said this. But this was actually something that she said. And you've I've heard it other places. It's not like she created it. <laughs> but the whole this too shall pass. That's mm-hmm. really something that I actually really have to think about sometimes. If something just seems like bills are starting to pile up or something's going on that it's just like too much. Then yeah. I've just got to tell myself it's going to pass. It's going to pass. Everything's going to be fine. Just got to get through this little bump. Cause otherwise you could get yourself all kinds of worked up and, and lose your brain. Oh, I love that. I have a, a friend, uh, Deanna, and she practices compassionate listening um, and so she told me a little bit about like how to do this. So you're, you're just like completely open without judgment and the other person's talking, maybe they're going through some stuff. Right. And so mm-hmm. it's just like, all this crap is coming out, right. Their family's horrible, whatever. And, uh, and you just kind of like, um, how, you know, it's basically like, how do you feel about that? It sounds like you're frustrated. That would be frustrating. Like that kind of stuff where there's no judgment at all. You're just kind of identifying the feelings that they're expressing without 
naming the feelings. I mean, they're not, but you are. Um, and, and what has happened since I tried doing that is that my own self talk got a lot more compassionate. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because when I had, I had a, um, clothing store, a little consignment shop for a while and people would come in. It was a small town. So people would come in and they would stay and they would talk and talk and talk and talk. And I would do that because a, I was in that store all by myself half the time. So I'm like, eh, somebody to talk to. So, <laughs> but people would come in and I would just be their sounding board. And some people would come in just to talk just because I was practicing that exactly doing just wow. that and letting people just, I, I sort of enjoy it. It's not so much the, the gossipy part of me of hearing other people's drama, maybe, <laughs> but it's more of me just being, I enjoy hearing other people's problems and trying to help them be a voice of reason. Cause sometimes, you know, people are in a hole that you're like, I think I could help you find a way out of this. So tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. And then, and then you could be like, well, how about this? And I, Oh, I never even considered that. So mm. I sort of enjoying to do. It's just I, think, I like, I would have thought once upon a time that I might've wanted to have, Oh, I could have become a therapist, but I don't think I would like to do it for a job. I like to just be there for people, but not do it for pay. Sure. Cause then, then focus. Yeah. Time. You know, if you make something a job that you sort of don't mind doing, then it doesn't, it's not enjoyable anymore. Yeah, absolutely. So I just realized that like, um, since we're doing this podcast, people are getting to, to know us. Um, and I am getting to know you with everybody <laughs> know, else. Like we get to know each other more and more every time. <laughs> I did not know that. You've done a lot of stuff, Marianne. I know I have. I've lived a thousand lives, I think. Oh, well, this one might not even need mentioning, but, um, practicing acceptance. Like, um, we are where we are and it is what it is and mm-hmm. um, no judgment on that either. Right. So situation. Yeah, it's important to be okay with who you are and where you are and not try to compare yourself and be like, I'm not as good as so-and-so down the road. You're as good as you. you know? Yeah, I do that all the time. I know. I have, I have a friend from like back in the day that she's so successful. I'm like, oh, I could have done what she did. And every <laughs> so often I'll, I'll think that and then I'm like, I'm happy where I am. I, I have everybody's life is different when it goes behind the curtain. Everything may look beautiful. Maybe things are, may not be as good behind the screen. So, you know, trying to just accept what you have, because maybe what they have looks great. may not be as great as it looks, you know? I agree. Yeah. And with that reframe your mind, that sort of goes along with that, with accepting who you are. Well, reframe and don't put back, put in your head that, I'm not good enough because of this that, and that say, you know what? I am good enough that I've got this experience. I've got this acknowledged knowledge and don't let people tell you that you're not who, you know, that you're not good enough. You are good enough and put that into your mind. Don't let jumble fall in there. You know, yeah. do you ever do uh Oh my God. What's that thing called where you write it down and you say it words of affirmation. Do you ever mm-hmm. do that? Yes. Well, yes. Pretty good reframing tool. All right. This is actually my favorite one. Get more comfortable with failure. Uh, cause I, I don't know if I like just am 
numb to failure or something, but (laughs) (laughs) except for in moments of real self doubt where I'm like, man, I can't, I'm a horrible person. Anyway, um, (laughs) I failed so much that I have to be comfortable with it at this point (laughs) on such a huge scale. Yeah. Yeah. Big time failure. But sometimes you get a big win out of that, right? You might get one big win out of 20 massive failures. Um, but it's still like one, you can anchor yourself with that win. It's like, Oh, I can freaking do this, right? I can accomplish something. But, um, but if that's like a business one out of 20, you, well, you got the one, right? Yeah. That's what you need. You just need the one. Yeah. I feel like all the failures I've had have put me where I am today. You know, oh, you, oh, like yeah. all the bad things. And you'll think like well, a failure could be a divorce. And you could think at the time that oh, this is the end of the world. This is awful. This is, but you know what? Everything that's happened has led you to this point, which is way better than it was five years ago. You know, yeah. so yeah, what may seem like a failure could end up be a, being a Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah. Everything got us here. And this here is a pretty good spot. You know, it's not the end all be all, but it's a pretty good spot. For some people, the here right now could not be that great. But you know what? The here in a year from now, two years from now could be amazing. So you just got to push ahead and be good. Yeah. So if anyone out there (laughs) has suggestions on how to sabotage yourself, we would love help. Did I say how to sabotage? <laughs> Please sabotage yourself and tell us how you did it. Now, <laughs> how do you s- stop self-sabotaging yourself? Too many S's in this in this phrase. Share in the comments, and we would love to hear how you do what you do. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more information, join us at thepmagency.com.